Good morning, Supers. How are you doing today? Uh, I hope everybody's having a, a wonderful, was this, it's Tuesday, right? Tuesday morning here. Uh, we have so much news to get into, uh, including a potentially good news on Evergrande. So let's just get right on into it. So a key Evergrande deal to sell stake in unit put on hold says sources. China Evergrande Group's deal to sell a 51% stake in its property services unit has been put on hold. Two people with knowledge of the matter said in a blow to the embattled developers' hopes of avoiding a potentially disruptive default. Evergrande's uh, teetering on the brink of the col- of collapse with, the, with more than $300 billion in debt was in talks to sell the stake in Evergrande Property Services to small arrival Hobson Development Holdings for around $2.6 billion, uh, sources previously told Reuters. Uh, however, the deal was set to be the biggest asset sale for the company has been uh, on hold as it has yet to win the blessings of the prov- uh, the yeah I'm not sure how to say it uh, government which is overseeing Evergrande's restructuring one of the people said on Tuesday when contacted a Hobson representative asked Reuter Reuters uh, to uh, to await an announcement Evergrande and the government did uh, not immediately respond. Uh, for request, Evergrande is scrambling to raise funds to pay its many lenders and suppliers amid concerns about a possible offshore default later this week after it missed a series of interest payments due on its bonds. However, uh, this other real estate agent company, uh, Evergrande's flagship unit, uh, has remitted funds to pay an offshore bond coupon of $19 million. Uh, due on Tuesday, four people with knowledge of the matter said one of the people said Evergrande China's number two developer uh, said uh, needs to prioritize its limited funds towards the domestic market where the stakes are much higher for the country's financial system. While it is not immediately clear uh, why the government has not approved Evergrande's property services transactions, some of Evergrande's offshore creditors had also opposed the deal. Uh, another source said the announcement of the deal will be delayed pending China's regulatory approval. The deal has already won a Hong Kong stock stock exchanges special approval. Uh, he added and Reuters reported last week that, uh, there was a company that pulled out a property company pulled out of a proposed $1.7 billion deal. Uh, and a source said the company had also received guidance from the municipal uh, from the municipal government of the southern city of that place uh, to put the purchase on hold at the end of August. So, uh, yeah, that's actually so good news to come out of this, right? They they made uh, one nineteen million dollar payment. Hooray! Great. That's look. You got to start somewhere, right? The the when when the um, when the problem is so big, uh, it seems unsurmountable. You you just got to start, right? No matter if it's in your business, we have problems every day uh, that seem so like such a giant boulder, a weight on our backs, uh, things that we don't like to do. So we put them off. We hold off on doing them. Uh, and you know, sometimes look, uh, we've been I've been there where. 
you know, companies owe us a whole lot of money. And we're like, well, can we get something, right? And and sometimes something is better than nothing as long as the something isn't kind of like almost insulting. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, you owe us $100,000 and you send me a check for 300 bucks. Like, hey, 300 bucks is something, but, you know, you owe us $100,000. Like, can we get 3000 5000 10000 you know, something, something closer than, than a couple hundred bucks in a, you know, at once. So been there. Uh, and, and it's, it's tough because sometimes it's hard to see the, the, you know, the tree through the forest kind of thing, right. Or forest through the (laughs) forest through the trees and, uh, and see that, you know, look, everybody's dealing with their own, their own issues, their own, uh, you know, business issues and ask, you know, there's a whole nother, like, you know, personal aspect to this, that people are, you know, need to work through and, uh, and look good, good on them for uh, being able to, uh, at least make good on one, at least like on one round of, uh, small 19 million is very small compared to 300 billion, but something it's something, right? So like, let's, let's take the wins where we can get them, right? Evergrande, take the wins, take the wins where we can get them and, and get it back to where we need to be. Walmart announces 2021 Black Friday shopping plans. Here's what you need to know. Uh, speaking before I get into this, though, uh, you know, looking at my my Facebook feed this morning, there are a lot of people uh, saying. Even my wife went to the Target last night, and there was she's like, there was a lot of empty shelves everywhere. Um, I think even in the other stores. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, even it. <laughs> Excuse me. Even in other stores uh, like uh, Rite Aid, where they just are literally covering the shelves with um, like vinyl banners, you know, talking about Rite Aid and how great Rite Aid is and all the stuff that they offer. So um, let's see what Walmart's got in store. Walmart announces 2021 Black Friday shopping plans. Uh, it's incentivizing shoppers to sign up for its membership service, Walmart Plus. Well, no, yeah, shock surprise by giving them a chance to nab online holiday discounts before others. Uh, the nation's largest retailer announced Monday that it's bringing back its Black Friday deals for days events uh, throughout the entire month of November, which will begin online at Walmart.com and continue to stores. Like last year, the company is spreading out its Black Friday deals across three separate events throughout the month in order to provide a safer environment for shoppers amid the pandemic. Uh, However, active Walmart Plus members will have early access to its online events. According to Walmart, those, uh, those members will also be able to access online deals four hours earlier than the scheduled start times of those events. Uh, for instance, the first event will kick off on Walmart.com Wednesday, November 3rd, and continue in stores on November 5th. The online deals will kick off at 7 p.m. Eastern, but Walmart Plus members will get it uh, as early as 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's see. Likewise, the second event is November 10th and continue in stores beginning November 12th. The final event will kick off on Black Friday. The move may persuade more customers to join the membership service, which gives members same-day delivery on 160,000 items, a fuel discount at certain gas stations, and a chance to check out at Walmart stores without waiting at a register. 
The service launched in 2020 and cost $98 per year or $12.95 a month. Uh, it's seen as a competitor to Amazon Prime, which launched uh, in 2005 and has tens of millions of members worldwide who pay $119 a year or $12.99 a month for faster shipping discounts at Amazon's Whole Foods supermarkets and access to its video streaming site. You also get uh, audio uh, music for that, and I think there's some other things. But uh, no, I I, uh, I I think it's very interesting to see uh, that there is people, uh, you know, people are willing to understand the sale. Because I, I think it's, a, it's an education problem, right? Like when you say like, oh, you know, how many years like we drill it into people's heads? Black Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday. And it's like, okay, so now we're doing like Black Friday month and it's a thing. And and having like deals of the day uh, or a couple, you know, you know, so many deals of the day is one thing. But when trying to educate people to be like, hey, this is when the sale starts. This is when it starts for you or online. And this is when it'll start for you. If you like, it kind of starts to get a little convoluted and uh, requires a whole lot of education process for people to make sure, you know, to make sure people actually show up for these things. So, I, you know, I'm a little, uh, I don't want to say concerned, but I, I, I tend to think that you know, people might not be paying close enough attention uh, to to take advantage of those deals. Uh, and, and you know, I mean, I guess, as like I said, as long as they're doing their part to educate, well, it's not Walmart doesn't have the money to educate. But on your part as a small business owner, as an entrepreneur, getting uh, as many, you know, opportunities in front of your customers is, is so important. Um, and that's why, you know, if you're not like, you're not cultivating your own email list, which is already going to be flooded with tons of other emails from the likes of Walmart and Amazon and everybody else, uh, then I, you know, I suggest you, um, you, you step up your email game and get, get people get in, get your, you know, right now we're down to like two weeks. So get your game plan together for what, uh, what the what your your holiday sales look like you know and what you're going to do to capitalize on that there's a it's a big opportunity out there for the small guy because of the fact that the big guys might not be able to supply the things that they're known to supply and you have an opportunity to supply something that's different it's your etsy shop it's your you know handmade goods or or it's whatever it is that you offer this is this is might be the perfect opportunity to uh to offer it Going on the backs of that, now, last week we talked about Best Buy uh, basically uh, uh, holding PlayStation 5s hostage as well as other hard-to-get items hostage. So Sony has responded by letting people register to buy a PlayStation 5 directly in November. So uh, so you don't necessarily have to go and spend $200 to be a part of Best Buy's total tech program. This is total tank total tank program uh and yeah so a limited amount of ps5 consoles will be available in the u.s based uh, to u.s based customers registering puts you in the running to receive an invite to order directly from sony with selection based on previous interests and playstation activity so basically uh sony knows who their loyal customers are in the past and if you want to get a hold of a ps5 then registering as 
with your PlayStation account would be a great way of doing it because they look to see like, hey, who are the people that are actually using the thing? We want to make sure it's getting to them and not going to scalpers so that they can. I mean, technically, Best Buy is scalping them by holding them hostage for two hundred dollars. Um, you know, so it's it, it's an opportunity for people to to jump in and get it. So each invitation will be open for a limited time, allowing you to purchase the following products: one PS5 console or one PS5 digital edition, two Dual Sense uh, wireless controllers bundles, Cosmic Red or Midnight Black, three Dual Sense wireless controllers uh, in white. Uh, one PS5 media remote and one Pulse 3D headset. Uh, well, I, I'm not even sure what the, the the Pulse is. That what the name of their three their their VR headset is? I don't think that's what that is, but I'm not sure. Uh, I have been been in the PlayStation realm for a while. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's an opportunity uh, for for you too if you have you know you're having supply constraints. You know, maybe look at creating a, a like a secret list or something like that. That's like, hey, you get on the secret list. Doesn't cost anything. And when I have product, you'll be the first to know about it. It'll hit your inbox, and you'll be the ones that can get access to it. it creates a, a better relationship between you and the customer base, and it's a, it's just an opportunity, another opportunity uh, to market. Speaking of marketing. Apple listened to its most loyal customers and fixed its laptop problems from the last five years. I'm going to ding the bell for this one because uh, Apple announced yesterday they have brand new MacBook Pros, a 14-inch and a 16-inch. I'm a big uh, MacBook fan. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really use Mac desktops, but I use Windows desktops. MacBooks are are way better than Windows laptops in most cases. Uh, and they took basically they have um, fixed all of the problems that people have complained about since they made big changes back in uh, 2016. So they included uh, upgrading their camera, the display. Uh, they brought the MagSafe charger back for laptops. Uh, there's no touch bar anymore at the top where the function row keys are. So they put those keys back. Um, they also. Uh, they uh, also brought ports back, so HDMI and USB uh, are, are right there on the laptop, so you can have like a USB dongle plug, you know, like a wireless mouse dongle plugged in or something to that effect. Uh, very, 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 very happy about that. You still get two two USB C ports, actually three USB C ports, um, and yeah, you get your HDMI and SD card slot. I think you get a USB. I think there's a USB A. Oh, maybe there's not a USB A. Is that there isn't a USB A? Oh man. Uh, okay, maybe I take back about what what it said, what they said, uh, what they said about it. Actually, I want to check this right now while we're here uh, doing doing this. Right, so we're gonna go Mac. Uh, we're going to learn more. Yeah, I guess there isn't a USB A. I thought I could have swore I thought I say a USB A. So you're getting an HDMI port and an SD card slot, which is great. Uh, but I still would have liked to see a USB-A, uh, at least just one, so that you could plug in uh, like a, a Logitech mouse or something to that effect. But very cool. I think you know the big thing here is, is Apple finally listened to its customers, got back to you know making a pro device for pros specifically uh, that checks all the boxes. 
Uh, good job, Apple. They're probably going to be rewarded with tons of sales. Hopefully, they can keep up with the silicon short chip shortage, though they've done pretty well with the iPhones and, and the iPads and everything, uh, even the new M1 uh, MacBook Airs that came out earlier this year, which I have one sitting right off camera here. So, yeah, good job, Apple. Keep up the great work. Keep listening to customers, and uh, I, maybe I will will pick a 14-inch uh, up myself. I'm looking looking forward to that. If you want to see a, a uh, uh, me review that, feel free to drop a comment down below telling me to do so. I would uh, love to have people want me to review it as I've been a MacBook user since 2006. Amazon's Amazon's Small Business Shield. Amazon is touting the success of small sellers on its platform through the pandemic and warning that antitrust legislation could jeopardize that success and blow up uh, its open marketplace model. Why it matters. As online shopping became a lifeline for small businesses or for other for both businesses uh, and consumers during the illness. Uh, Amazon reaped benefits, but also saw its regulatory risk grow, driving the news in a new report Tuesday ahead of the company's annual seller conference. Uh, Amazon said that more than 200,000 new sellers joined its U.S. store in 2020, a 45% increase over the previous year. Uh, U.S. sellers averaged $200,000 in sales, up from about $170,000 in sales a year before. The number of sellers who topped $1 million increased by 15%. Nebraska, South Dakota, and Iowa were among the top 10 states with the fastest growing sales. That's a sign that sellers in more rural areas are turning to the online marketplace during the pandemic. And our vice, Amazon's vice president of worldwide customer trust, blah, 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 uh, told them. So <laughs> uh, what they're saying. So sellers, in spite of all the challenges to, that the illness has brought, have really thrived in our store and continue to grow super fast and actually faster than Amazon's own retail business. Uh, the other side, as commerce moved from brick and mortar stores to online marketplaces, both Amazon and merchants uh, who sell on the platform have benefited, but sellers operate at a disadvantage. Uh, founder of CEO of Amify, Ethan McAfee, uh, a company that helps brands sell uh, on Amazon. To say selling on Amazon Marketplace against Amazon is even remotely fair is a joke. Sellers on Amazon have been uh, seen, have, or uh, yeah, sellers on Amazon have seen the rules swiftly change have had their accounts shut down without warning, and have seen Amazon copy their products. Uh, Stacey M uh, Mitchell said, a co-executive director of the anti-monopoly think tank, the Institute of Local Self-Reliance. Amazon has taken small businesses hostage, and now it's threatening to shoot them, uh, says Mitchell. What uh, happens with independent uh, businesses is if they want to reach the online market, they will have little choice to sell, uh, but to sell on Amazon, they don't have options. So it's so yeah. So I mean, I'll link the the article down below. But there is uh, it, 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 it it's it's tough, right? Because as Amazon has grown. Uh, you know, there's been plenty of people that do the fulfilled by Amazon FBA. In fact, you might have watched an ad for to become a Amazon FBA person uh, seller 
uh, like right before you watch this video. And it, so the market on it has absolutely grown. Obviously, the amount of, that people are buying from Amazon has grown. And in turn, the amount that those businesses are taking in uh, revenue-wise has, has grown. Uh, now, I, I, I see both sides of this, right? Like, if Amazon doesn't create the marketplace for it, somebody else will. Now, with that said, you can sell, uh, I believe you could sell in the Best Buy marketplace, you could sell in the Walmart uh, marketplace, but we as a collective, uh, you know, everybody, have basically assigned Amazon as the de facto everything for everything that we need, A through Z, right? And that uh so it, it it's very it's a very delicate um balance there of making sure that you know Amazon's playing fair uh there's been plenty of examples where Amazon in fact there was a maker of a camera bag that made fun of Amazon for basically ripping them off and then trying to sell the bag for a fraction of what the original company that pioneered that that style bag with that style um uh you know, inner workings and stuff that, that that make the bag so special. So instead of it being like an $80 bag, which is, you know, admittedly kind of expensive, they were like, oh, yeah, we can make that bag and we can sell for like 30 bucks. And it's like, oh, wow, okay. But well, they probably can't. They spent the research and development to get the bag to where it is. They took the risk. They got the manufacturers. They went through all the, the you know, all these these hurdles that they had to jump through to make it work. And then Amazon comes around like, oh, yeah, we could do We could totally just make that and then and sell for, for uh, you know, a third of the price. So Amazon has to be kept in check. Meanwhile, uh, it's, it is important that people are able to still be able to, to sell through there. So it, 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 there's, no, there's no real winners uh, in this situation. I wouldn't even say that the consumer is the real winner because the consumer could potentially just go somewhere else as well. Uh, but they probably aren't. So I don't think anybody's really winning at the end of the day. Amazon, maybe, but Amazon might end up not getting its way at the end of the day and forced into more regulate, you know, into regulation so that they can't just, uh, you know, oh, cool, you came up with this awesome LTT store water bottle. And uh, now, you know, now we're going to rip it off. Not uh, not good, not good. Again, that that article is going to be linked down below. Shaken by vandalism, Portland business owners pick up the pieces. The incidents uh, downtown and in the old port came about a month after vandals shattered windows of businesses in the Monument Square. Uh, so th- this article is a bit long, but um, it, it, what it highlights is is that. Uh, they in Portland, they are not apparently equipped to uh, properly deal with people that uh, are, you know, damaging businesses, vandaling businesses, uh, burgling. Bur- I never I can never say that word. Burgling, burgling uh, businesses, and to top it all off, those business owners are struggling even more so because. The supplies to fix said problems are in the supply chain issues that are already in existence, and we uh, we're just try- you know they're just trying to keep you know things things moving with their own problems, and then they have to deal with this. Now, one story that I did want to point out from this article, and again, I'll, I'll link it below so you can uh, check it out. 
Uh, but the uh, one of the owners was like, we we want to, you know, she's really adamant about getting the person help uh, who decided that they were just going to throw like bricks or rocks or something that if a cobblestone uh, through through a window, uh, you know, through their window. And um, the other the other problem is, is the you know, they're saying that the insurance company is only going to be willing to pay a third of the cost uh, of of getting it fixed, and it's like, well, that's not great either. Uh, you know, we insurance companies get paid an awful lot of money, and to only you know to have a incident like this happen, the person to be caught, uh, you know, on video and and caught and uh, and held out on out on uh, on bail, uh, you know, to, for for an insurance company to say, well, you know, we'll pay like a third of the cost, like right now. Uh, with every with all you know, materials being through the roof, uh, some materials more than others, but that that is really disheartening for those business owners who who you know are making their livelihoods here through this, and and somebody decides, uh, and and the person in this case I think it was like fifty years old. So uh, after an investigation, Michael Hale, fifty of Portland, was identified as the suspect and issued a summons for two counts of aggravated criminal mischief. Police said Singer didn't respond to an email uh, Monday night asking where and when Hale uh, was apprehended. In a separate incident on Saturday morning, officers were called to investigate a report of burglary. I cannot say that word for the life of me. At 49 Wharf Street, uh, officers found broken windows, extensive damage, and received reports of items that were missing. Uh, they said investigators did not believe the Wharf Street incidents were related to what happened on Congress Street. So, you know, it's just it, it breaks my heart. And I, I just wanted to bring this, you know, story out, uh, highlight the story, because I, I feel like there's, uh, you know, I, you know, I, I just I really feel for the business owners um, that that are dealing with these types of issues uh, anywhere, not just in Portland, but. Uh, have have dealt with these kinds of kinds of issues, especially uh, especially small business owners uh, in the last you know two years, uh, already dealing with uh, the illness and and ev- just everything, uh, all, all of the all of the things. Uh, so so my heart goes out to them, and uh, if any of them actually see this video, you know, feel free to reach out in the the comments below. I'd love to get into contact with you and uh, maybe do an interview with you here on uh, on on the Super Joe Pardo show. Finally today, uh, is it time to offer all employees same-day pay? So this is this article is up from May 13th of 2020. But the reason I wanted to bring it up was because I, you know, I've actually seen signs uh, like this one where it says, now hiring, work today, get paid tomorrow. And I actually have seen one that says work today, get paid today. And it was at like a McDonald's, I believe it was. That was that I was actually there. Like I I saw the sign. Uh, so getting paid after every work day could help ease financial strain uh, brought on during the pand- uh, the illness and benefit uh, provider daily pay is advocating that more employers implement this practice. The same day benefit provider <coughs> conducted 
conducted a survey of its users to determine how their platform is affecting workers during the uh, the illness. More than 90% of those uh, surveyed said access to same-day pay has reduced their financial stress over the past three months. This is an unexpected crisis where people are running into financial challenges they didn't plan to have. Employers may not have uh, have been able to pay more, but if they want to be competitive, they need to differentiate themselves by offering same-day pay. So, uh, you know, you can you – know, I'll link the, the article below, but um, – I, you know, I've done plenty of videos in the last uh, couple of weeks here explaining, like, differentiating the benefits that you bring to the table, like how you could do uh, 50 up to, right? You can write off $5,200 worth of uh, education benefit that you can give to your employees um, and, and things like that. So, I, you know, I, whatever you can do to, to, to create that differentiator, because it might not be, you might not be able to compete with like, oh, Amazon's paying twenty five dollars an hour to work in the warehouse. Like, cool, but how do you compete with that when you don't have those margins that that or, or the amount of money for Amazon to to just sink into it and and not be worried about you know making it, um, paying to that you know same day pay or or get paid the that you know tomorrow uh, is is something that you could uh, look at because. You know, people need the money today. It's hard to like, okay, I'm going to work today and tomorrow and then a week and then I got to wait the second week to get a check or something to that effect. Um, enabling it uh, would absolutely, uh, it, you know, be a differentiator for you and your business. Uh, <clears throat> there is a, so one quick question I did want to answer though uh, is is there was a lot of uh, so is is the same day pay work. Or how does it work, and is it a loan? Uh, there's a lot of confusion about what uh, about that when we first launched in 2015. Uh, but no, we're not a loan. Our founder came from Goldman Sachs, and many of our first employees were from the financial industry. They felt it was important not to introduce risk to the employers, so they created a, a credit asset. Uh, daily pay uses the uh, uses this credit to front employees' money before payday. And we're repaid by the employer on the actual payday. Employers can offer our services through our partnerships, uh, through, AD, uh, through systems like ADP and Kronos. Using our platform, employees can track how much money they've earned and how they can decide how much they, uh, how much they early access they want. Uh, we charge employees $2.99 uh, to access their, their wages early the same day and $1.99 for the next day. Uh, but to help employees with the challenges of the uh, the illness, we've decided to waive our next day fee. So yeah, so that that's awesome. So again, this is old. I don't know if they're still offering that. Uh, and obviously, this is not sponsored or anything like that. It's just uh, an opportunity for you to figure out something that's that you know is a difference difference maker for you and your employees. Speaking of a difference maker, this has been a difference maker, the Entrepreneur News. Uh, I appreciate you watching. We have more and more views coming through day in and day out. I absolutely appreciate it. People have been watching the clips uh, from this live stream, which have been absolutely awesome. And the channel is growing phenomenally. Phenomenally. There's another word I can't say. Uh, you know, I, I really appreciate you watching. And I'll see you uh, tomorrow as well as in one of these videos over here. Have a great day. Take care.